place where sisters meet. I am your host and friend is friend, Dr. New. I am so glad that y'all came to spend a little howdy with me today. Listen, growing up, my mama required, no, <laughs> she slick made us read the book of Proverbs monthly, y'all. She learned from a sage that there are 31 chapters in this book of wisdom. And she told us growing up that we should read a chapter a day. Honey, I was rebellious. I ain't finna play like I did it. <laughs> I didn't have a reason not to read, but oh, the day. Oh, the day. When the day came when all I could do was read, honey, I read. <laughs> and I thank God for my mom. Yeah, there's so much wisdom in the book of Proverbs. Wisdom. I mean, just pure, everyday, practical wisdom. Try it, y'all. Try it. Wisdom is so much more than knowledge. I know a lot of people equate wisdom with knowledge, but y'all is so much. <laughs> y'all know there's a lot of fools walking around this earth that think that they smart, right? <laughs> wisdom is being able to use what you know. And y'all, what I know is limited. So to me, it's reverence and reliance on God. <laughs> it's me humbling myself and attributing all that I have and am to the plans that are laid out for me. <laughs> Anywho, enough of me sounding all preachy. <laughs> I have with me my little brother Sherman. He's quite the sage himself, and today is a first, ladies. It is a first because he is my first, my very first male guest at the gathering, a place where sisters meet. Sisters, is it all right that my brother join us today? Ah, oh, okay. Sherman, say hey to the people. What's up to the peoples? I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you for the opportunity to sit down and talk amongst the ladies, although I have listened to every one of your episodes as they've come out. So you've had one. I'm not going to call myself an imposter or somebody who's kind of infiltrated the scene, but I have been listening. Why, thank you, my brother. Thank you for the support. <laughs> well, as I said earlier, I said that my mom required us to read Proverbs. Yep. So I brought my brother with me to chit chat a little bit, to talk a little bit about some of his favorite Proverbs. You know, I got some favorites myself, but I want my brother to share with all of us some of his favorite um, Proverbs. And I'll start off, you know, just to get the ball rolling. And one of mine is, Pride comes before a disaster. I'm reading a common English Bible version and it's Proverbs 18 and it's pride comes before disaster, <laughs> but humility comes before respect. Lord, pride comes before disaster, but humility comes before respect. And let me tell you something. I have pondered over this scripture over and over and over again throughout my life because an issue that I have sometimes is false humility. <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about that. But false humility is when I don't give myself proper props because I think that 
I, you know, am not supposed to, what's the word, be confident, I guess. And so that's fake humility. But true humility is when you reverence and you honor that the gifts and the talents that you have are not necessarily yours per se to just gloat with, but they are to help people. And so sometimes when, um, because it's easy to get into gloat, (laughs) it's easy to get into, to get puffed up and to believe that you the stuff. But when that happens, mm, just look around the corner, just wait for a few minutes. Some probably going, you're probably going to fall on your face. You're probably going to (laughs) trip. But humility comes before respect. I know that when I honor God or when I say thank you and not like, yeah, I'm the stuff. That's when I really get respect or gain respect from people. So, again, that's Proverbs 18, 12. And that's one of my favorite Proverbs. So, Sherman, now that I've talked enough, can you tell us some of your favorites? Well, before I even get into my favorites, I heard in your intro when you talked about our mother and her saying to us and wanting us to read the book of Proverbs. And I'm going to be honest with you as well. I didn't take heed as well as <laughs> I probably could have, but mm. I would never forget, you know, when I was going off to school and the, 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 the thing that she said to me as she was, as they, as y'all was riding away, mm-hmm. <laughs> read you, read you a proverb. It is just one scripture. Just take your time, take yeah. the opportunity to at least read a scripture and just Meditate on that particular scripture if it's just one, but get to it's so full of so full of wisdom. She would say, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, I'm, I'm like, okay, mama, I will. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't do yeah. it every night, but the times that I did, yeah, I mean, it couldn't have rang more true, especially now. Especially now, yeah. I don't want to get into talking too much about that. You you asked about my favorites, so mm-hmm. I have a couple that I will that I will that I will talk about. And the first one I'll say Proverbs ten and nine. And I don't know about hard, but it's the one that speaks on whoever whoever walks with integrity, walks securely. Yeah. And you know, yeah. talking about those who don't, they'll be they'll be find out those who are crooked. And and if anybody out there knows anything about Little Sherman or I'll Coach <laughs> Jones or Mr. Jones or whatever office you know mm-hmm. that I actually hold, you know mm-hmm. that I hold my integrity dear yeah. and near to my heart. It's it's uh I mean, if you think about anything it is that you do in life, your name, and it's one of the things I going back yeah. to mother, you know, one of the things she would always say is guard your name and integrity mm-hmm. is it's it's a part of your name. It's who it is that you are, just making sure that you're being true and honest to not only yourself, but what it is that you say, how it is mm-hmm. that you, you act, how it is that you carry yourself. And then yeah. and it, you know, and again, that that particular scripture there, it goes on to say who's if you're out there being fake basically and not in these words, it'll be found <laughs> out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be, it's yeah. gonna come to light. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I even think about, you know, a good name is better than riches, you know, um, to piggyback off of what you're saying. That's also in the book of Proverbs. I can't think of exactly where it is, but yeah. your name is just important. That's one thing that even our father instilled in us. Keep your name, your name, your name's supposed to be good, even in the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is you do, it will speak for you. Your, your, your name is your works and things that it is that you have done. It will speak for you in, in rooms that you're not available to be in to actually, you know, try and talk up for yourself. If, you, yeah. if you've kept your word and done things true and just, it, it will speak volumes for you and you won't have to say a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another one. <clears throat> And again, this is the New Living Translation. This is Proverbs 29, 11. Fools vent their anger, <laughs> but, but the wise quietly hold it back. Now, I know we don't want to call ourselves fools, 
But y'all know we done all been some fools <laughs> mm-hmm. when we had anger rise. But it's a wise person can hold it back. Man, there have been times in my life when I have just really wanted to fight. But I was like, God, I know, and I know, I can, I know the conviction was just like heavy, like be quiet, no, no, be quiet, no, no, be quiet, no, no. <laughs> and there have been times when I was not quiet, but there have been enough times when I was quiet that I saw the truth in the scripture that things worked in my favor because I held my tongue. It didn't feel good right then, but the future, what I did not see, is what really proved to me that this was true hold on hold on you know hold on be quiet hold that tongue Woo! that's one of my favorites your turn your turn uh, but before i even jump i kind of still want to go on the one that you just, <laughs> that you just said because if okay. you think about it there are some people who use little terms here and there and they don't even realize they're actually speaking some biblical principles like that yeah there's some rappers that out there may say something like um i heard it was and not that he's my favorite rapper nothing like that but saying <laughs> that scripture just makes it brings to mind uh jay-z said don't argue with fools because they can't tell who who the fool is from a distance. That's yeah. what that comes from. It comes from it, it comes from those you know those biblical principles, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing. You have some people out here, you know, just really don't understand yeah. all that wisdom that's right there for us. You know, you get right. it so many other places, but it's been right there the entire time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, um, another one again, I don't know them by heart. I don't have it right here in front of me, but I'm gonna give you another one. I'm staying. I'm staying chapter ten. How about that? Uh, that's cool. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4, it talks about those that are lazy and the, and those that are diligent workers. Mm. Um, just, I mean, if you, if, if I think everyone pretty much kind of knows and understands you have to work for what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And so being lazy versus being diligent and taking care of your business, the things, the principles that we're trying to teach our children right now. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. you, know, you hear people say the early bird gets the worm. That basically goes to that principle right there. Versus mm-hmm. you not being one that's, you know, I'm not saying don't risk because I'm, I'm a firm believer in risk. You have to get right. your risk. But when it's when it's as far as having those dreams or having some goals and things set, you have to get up and go out and actually put forth that work and effort. You being diligent and trying to make sure that you're setting things up for down the line, that's that work. But if you're going to be lazy and kind of just, you know, I get to it when I get to it, that procrastination, you're going to find yourself behind. Mm-hmm. You will definitely, you know, and I even think about that when you talk about that, how when we were in school, it's amazing in elementary school, how a lot of the principles that were taught to us. And that's why I always think about schooling and how schooling is just so important because I remember being in elementary school and those types of principles were taught to us. And at the time, of course, we could pray in school back in during those times. But at the time, of course, they were teaching us biblical principles. We just didn't necessarily know it. But I remember my teachers teaching Proverbs, not necessarily straight from the Bible, but just these wise sayings, you know, And I just think about, you know, how it's just practicality, you know, practicality. Here's another one of my favorites is Proverbs 28, 13. And this is the English standard version of it. And it's pretty much whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who (laughs) confesses, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. And this one is one of my favorites because it's a conviction. and. I think I just had a conversation with my son today. I'm like, I really you just tell me the truth. Then the lie say you didn't do something because I have mercy on you. You just confess yeah. that you did it. Just say I did it. Okay, I messed up. Yeah. 
And so we had a conversation about this today, and it was all based on the fact that I told him that he had to read a book. And I was like, you know, you've been gaming a lot. You've been on your phone. It's time for you to do something for your brain. You know, I understand we're on vacation, but I need you to read this book. So what I did was I pulled a book off the bookshelf and I laid it on the couch. So when it was time to leave, I didn't see the book. <laughs> so I asked him, I said, well, where, where's the book? And his just eyes just got big. He didn't say anything. He didn't move his mouth. And then I said, we will not leave the house until that book comes up. Okay. He didn't say a word. So I walked towards his room. He says, let me just go over here and look and see if that book is over there. (laughs) So he goes and the book miraculously, I mean, miraculously appears. And so I said, so you moved the book. You took the book to your room. You hid the book. That's not what happened. mom. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I just thought maybe it could be in your. And I told him I would rather you just said, mom, I took it over there than for you to try to continuously dig a hole continuously dig a hole because I could respect you better if you just say if you just own up to what you did and you just said mama I did it mm-hmm. so this is one that comes to mind but if you you confess and you forsake I was wrong I did wrong you could have got mercy from me and so that's one of my favorite ones and one that I kind of live by if I mess up honey I messed up okay I have messed up I'm gonna own it and I think in this Life today in this world today, if we owned up to some things, boy, would things be much better because I can better respect you if you own up to what you have done or what you have said. Like you said, because you're going to compound it with another lie. You know, is our again, going back to the teachings from our parents. Mm -hmm. I remember I'm not sure if it was my mom or if it was it was dad. It was one of those. If you tell one lie, you got to tell another one because you can't keep up with it. Then you're going to forget the other one because you've told so many now. You got yourself in the just tell the truth from the get-go and everything yeah. will work its way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go, you go, you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> Proverbs, I'm going to say Proverbs 3, verse 13. Now, this, mm-hmm. it actually goes on with, a, you know, Proverbs full of metaphors and similes mm-hmm. and things like that, which make it, in my opinion, makes it a good read. If anybody right. out there just wanted to just do some reading, believe it or mm-hmm. not, you can read through some Proverbs. It's a, it's a good read. It's but, a good read. But Proverbs 3.13 talks about, and I want to say you kind of alluded to this or spoke on it a little bit earlier, but it uh, talks about blessed are those who who find wisdom and, and understanding. So, and just think about that because a lot of people think that blessings almost always deal with some type of material thing. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the deal with that. In order for any of that material or monetary or stuff, as you know, sometimes it's referred to. Again, we're not trying to be too churchy, but as pastor, my pastor often refers to as just stuff. You mm-hmm. have to get some 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 wisdom and some knowledge in order to even get to those things. So, the most important thing is actually the wisdom, wisdom. and the knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. to actually get it. It's not the stuff that you have; it's the opportunity and the and being able to know how to actually get to it, the access and the, the understanding of this is what I need to do in order mm-hmm. to this right here. Because with, with uh, wisdom comes stuff. When I think about Solomon, cause you know, when he, he asked for wisdom and because he asked for wisdom, the stuff came, the riches and the wealth came because he asked for um, wisdom. And I think a lot of people don't understand that we just, we just want the stuff. Yeah. We <laughs> just need the stuff. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. natural. And, mm-hmm. and not to cut you off, but it if it, it goes on in that particular chapter, it goes to comparing it. It's 
begins to compare it as if it's a, a person. It says it's more, she's more precious than rubies. There's nothing you desire can't even compare to it. So it's just like, think about the reverence and the respect that's given to wisdom. It's mm. like, wow. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And I, I can kind of go in the same vein. Um, Proverbs 21, 20. Again, this is New Living Translation. I like to read all the different translations to make sure I get understanding. And so this one right here, it says, the wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say you know, people always talk about how cheap I am. I'm not cheap because I like quality things. I like nice things. Speaking but my I'm, I'm speaking my language. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm frugal. I do watch my change. You know what I mean? I do watch my money, but I don't spend every penny that I get. I'm not into living paycheck to paycheck. And if somebody has to do that, they can do that. But I believe in living within my means. I don't believe in spending everything that I have. And I'm not into impressing folk. You know, so that they can believe that I have wealth because true wealth will speak for itself. I don't have to go out and say, hey, I got this. I got that. I make this. People will know that I'm wealthy because of how I'm walking, how I'm maneuvering through the world. And another thing about it, somebody once made a comment about the fact that I lived a frugal life. And I said to them, but I can be a blessing to you. You can't be a blessing to me. And so this is one of those scriptures that I really, really, really love, which is Proverbs 21, 20. The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools, they spend whatever they get, whatever they get. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. We'll do a couple of more before we, you know, let the people have their day. So, Sherman, hit me. Hit me. Okay. How about um, Proverbs 13 and 3? Now, this one here. It speaks on, it says, well, actually, I didn't pull this one up now since we're going. It says, those who guard their lips preserve mm. their lives, but those who speak rapidly will come to ruin. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. There is power in the tongue. There is power in what you say. Yes, there is. So for sure, for sure. I don't even have to really break that one down. I mean, you, you, I, I could hear you saying it just then. You're like, a whole bunch to say about this. So I'm going to let you go ahead and speak since this is your platform. And I'm just <laughs> thankful to have the opportunity to speak with you. Oh, that's cool. Now, I, I, I'm going to hit you with this one. This one right here, of course, this is the, I told you, I, I like to read different versions because I like to read things in our everyday terms. This is Proverbs 12, 11. And this one says, whoever works his land or whatever job, or whatever occupation, or whatever it is that you're doing, will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless pursuits <laughs> lacks sense. Y'all, I know there are so many get-rich-quick schemes, and I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. But y'all, I ain't got time for some of these things. You know, I know what is, you know, success is in my hand. I know that I have the power to get wealth. And I know that a lot of the power that I have to get wealth is in what God has called me to do. I ain't finna be out here selling this many of this, uh, this many of this and going to get a thousand million people under me so I can get you rich so that I can get right, rich. Right. Now, again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. You got to do what you do, do what you do. But that ain't necessarily how 
I'm going to maneuver through the world because I believe that wealth is comes is in my hands. And if I'm doing what I'm called to do, what I'm called to do, the gift that I have will make room for me and put me in front of very important people. And I also understand that the wealth that I have is not just mine, you know, especially if whatever it is that my hand has to do, if I do it as unto the glory of God, he's going to get glory. And because he's going to get glory, he's going to make sure that I have everything I need and some more so that I can continue to help establish the kingdom. And what so, I mean, what, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what I don't think people understand on that note, what you said, that mm-hmm. it's going to make those who come up under you, the, your, your, your how can I say your offspring and your seeds that come from money, they're going to be blessed for the things that you are doing here in mm-hmm. the earth. And that's another Proverbs. I think it's in mm-hmm. Proverbs 17 where it talks about, um, I think it's uh, somewhere in there. It talks about children and, and their parents and being the pride, mm-hmm. of their, pride of their children, you know, so mm-hmm. things like that. We're, we're laying foundations for generations. And that's why I think, Again, people don't even understand that they're speaking biblically when they say breaking generational curses and stuff like that. This stuff mm-hmm. has been set long time ago, and it, it's it's just us being diligent and doing the things that we need to do in the earth in order mm-hmm. for things to actually turn and take a change. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, y'all probably said, oh, they're so preachy, they're so churchy. But again, as Sherman even said, you know, he made reference to Jay-Z. A lot of times we think that what these people are saying is so profound that these words were laid a long time ago. They were laid before we were even thought of. And I just think that even if you don't use the book of Proverbs as a book to live by, as Sherman said, it's a good read. It's a great read. But there's so much richness. There's so much wisdom, practical everyday stuff. And as you read the book of Proverbs, you will see, oh, so-and-so-and-so said that. Well, you'll hear where some of these lyrics come from and these songs <laughs> that you're right. singing. You'll be like, what? I thought that was his. I thought he was so profound. I thought, mm, those are Solomon's words, boo. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to thank my brother for coming along with me, for sitting with me and for spending a little howdy with his big sister and for us having the opportunity to share today. Hey, y'all. Hey, sisters, can he come back? I hear y'all. Oh, okay. Sherman, they say you can come back. <laughs> I, I will do. Yeah, I will do. <laughs> so, sisters, it's time for us to go. And I thank y'all so much for joining me at the gathering, a place where sisters meet. Y'all know where to find me. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And you know what? I want to hear from you. Y'all, please send me an email at the gathering 555 at gmail.com. That's the gathering 555 at gmail.com. Hey, y'all know what? It's time for me to go. And I just hope that y'all share this with someone else. And you know what? Hey, it's not too late to start reading the book of Proverbs. It's not. It's not too late. Hey, it's a chapter for every day. Whatever the date is, that's the chapter that you read. Y'all, read the book of Proverbs and share with me. I'll see y'all later. Love y'all. Bye-bye.